starting is so hard. Yeah, <laughs> it is. I <laughs> I guess this could be a start anyway. <laughs> That's true. Welcome back. Welcome back. Hi, everyone. Hi. We're here again. We've missed you Gracing so much. your phones. We have. Cool. <laughs> we literally have nothing to do all week. And That's true. That's or, true. We just sit in a quiet cell staring at the wall until exactly. we're summoned to speak into the microphone. Yes. Yeah. That, is, that is how music labels work. Mm-hmm. That is how radio stations work. It's how all content is made nowadays. Yeah, basically. Except all for like independent creators, maybe, because like those just decide on their own. I don't know. That's true. That's true. But uh, us, us creators yeah. who definitely have sponsors... And make money doing this. 100%. And yet, and yet, we have zero <laughs> sponsors to this day, which is, by the way, Monday, April twenty fifth. So, what are we going to talk about today, Mario? <laughs> um, we we thought we would do something a little different, maybe. So, since we haven't really talked about us that much. We will start with that. So this is at least a section of this episode will be an about us. Mm-hmm. You know, like the ones you see on corporate websites. That kind True. that kind of about us. Mm-hmm. But less um scripted and more rambled, basically. True. Yeah. So, so who's maybe we should first? start with I, I vote you. You should start. Okay. <laughs> Who are you, Mario? Tell us about yourself. Okay, so uh, I feel like I am back to school when we had to introduce ourselves and stuff. Um, That's fair. I am uh, Mario, first of all. Hi, but Mario. I guess I guess you already know that. I am not an alcoholic because, you know, the way you said hi, Mario, was very much like an AA meeting. I was going for more just like, I guess it did sound kind of like that. I was just going for like school child saying hi to the new student. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, I, you see, I have a corrupted mind and uh, mm. I think always the worst. But yeah, no, I'm generally the opposite, by the way. Like I'm generally mm. positive about things. That's good. But also very cynical about some stuff, mm-hmm. I would say. And um so I am a computer engineering student at uh, the Politecnico di Milano, which is the best uh, university in Italy, mm. according to, um, I don't know, random scales that people have created. And That's uh, pretty fun. I didn't know that. Good job. Thank you. But it's a public <laughs> university, so Ivy League students don't fret. I am not passing over you anytime soon don't worry about it okay and um yeah so what else what else should i say about me honestly? what are your interests what do you do in your free time mm, okay do you have so, a favorite book <laughs> okay uh i do have a favorite book i would say what's your favorite book uh 1984 interesting choice why interesting <laughs> I, I feel like I feel like it's just an interesting choice. I'm not, I'm not going to even justify that. I'm just going to leave that as it is. Oh, okay. Just for, for the reader, for the listener, just yeah. an open-ended question. It's up interpretation. Question. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I like that. <laughs> and, um, okay. 
Um, by the way, if you haven't read 1984 by George Orwell, yeah, you should. Maybe. It's a very good book. <laughs> uh, it's also it very old, by the way. Like, it's from the 50s, if I remember correctly. I feel like in the scheme of books, that's not that old. No, I mean, yeah. I'll say but it. It is, it is not very old. But also, I feel like everything that's from the 90s is now considered old by younger people. That's fair. That's so, a fair point, yeah. So, like, something created in the 50s, I feel like, for me, it would be the same age as something created in the 1800s, maybe. Like, to put it in perspective, <laughs> maybe. That's a good point, yeah. Yeah. Okay, Because uh, young people and, uh, you know, uh, quick stuff, new stuff every second and all of that, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. I'm rambling like an old man though now. Okay. No, that's fair. Back it to... is old though in like the golden age of content that we're in. That's it, fair. it is, yeah. But still, still very good. But still. And um, so what am I interested in? I am interested in audio in the sense that I listen to music very much and I do consider myself an audiophile, even though I'm not mm-hmm. a hardcore audiophile because... I have yet to spend more than a thousand bucks on a pair of headphones. You and me both. That's fair. Nice. And um, what else? I am a drummer. Ooh. And I have been a drummer since I was five. Very fun. Now I am 20. So, you know, that makes 15. 20 minus five. What type of, what type of like music do you like, Mario? I like um, many different genres of music, but uh, I don't really, you know, (laughs) yeah, thank you. (laughs) But I don't really like have the um, genre stop me from listening to something. Like if I like the song, but I generally don't like the genre, I still like the song, you know. That's fair. So yeah, like for example, I do not like pop. Mm-hmm. But maybe there are some songs that I do enjoy that are pop. Like, for example, David Bowie or Elton John are definitely pop. But they are mm. still very enjoyable. Okay. So, that's like, that's, that's the point I'm making. But the genres I prefer the most are possibly prog metal, which I don't know if I've, you've heard about. I've never heard of that in my life. <laughs> because prog it's metal? Like progressive metal? Yes, like progressive metal, exactly. Like it's sprouted from prog rock, which is sprouted from rock, which has sprouted from rock and roll, which has sprouted what makes it from progressive. Blues. It is because it mixes the experimental and very complex aspects of prog rock with mm-hmm. harsh sounds in metal for example you know so what makes hard rock or prog rock yes. progress i don't under why are we using the word progressive here because uh it is i guess you could um say that it it, it sprouts again from avant-garde so something that you know projects itself to the future maybe oh okay so okay. In, in that sense it's more of an avant-garde okay 
That makes sense, I think. Yeah, and I would say that. So, like, uh, if you've ever heard of Dream Theater or Liquid Tension Experiment, those bands I do I've enjoy. <laughs> but that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> and um, what else do I like? I like Future Funk, for example. Future Funk. Yes. I love Which that. Is... That sounds like a fun name. Yeah. <laughs> It is uh, a subgenre of um, vaporwave. Okay. And I do uh, know vaporwave. Yeah, vaporwave is easy. So, mm-hmm. um, vaporwave is uh, a weird music genre that is, or, or actually was, niche until mm-hmm. people like Blank Banshee made it very popular. Mm. And f- future funk is takes the same origins as Vaporwave. So it, it takes 80s samples and, and stuff mm-hmm. and puts them together, but in a way more energetic way. And okay. it has, you know, funk influences and jazz influences. And it is very enjoyable, in my opinion. That sounds so fun. I'm going to take pe- note of that. <laughs> I need to listen to future funk. Yes, I will send you some albums cool and uh like for example uh sailor wave one two and three are some of the best future funk albums that i have ever heard and they are from oh my god i'm having a hard time remembering names at at this point of time i am very tired (laughs) (laughs) uh macross 8299 okay i got that (laughs) Uh, which is an artist mm-hmm. that's based in Mexico. Ooh. And uh, he has been very active in recent years. And Sailor Wave 3 uh, was released at the beginning of March this year. Okay. They, they are very enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Uh, where St. Pepsi is a staple in the future funk uh you know mm-hmm. scene okay. uh who else is there uh luxury elite is another very good artist i will are... take your word for it yeah yeah and also <laughs> i have entered uh, a discord channel or server actually um mm-hmm. of because i bought an album from a, an artist that's called sauri mm-hmm. with with a y and he makes very good future funk music and he is a very very small creator based in taiwan Mm. Uh, so if you have the time i will leave the links in the description for this Mm -hmm. uh go check out go go check out his music yeah okay very cool yeah mario likes music that's what we've learned today yes very much i also bought a mini disc <laughs> a mini disc yes what what is that you were telling me about it and i've got absolutely no idea okay so a mini disc is a uh an optical magnetic digital support for data so uh, if you have ever had a psp Okay. I don't know. Did you? Okay. Yeah. You know the discs that went into the PSP? Yeah, the the miniature discs. Yes. 
Th Is those are disc? called yes, no, not yet. That's a oh. UMD, which oh, stands for Universal Media Disc. Uh. And mini discs are very similar in form, basically. Oh, okay. Because instead of being like that weird half square, half circle shape, mm -hmm. they are perfectly square. They mm -hmm. are seven by seven centimeters. So that's about three inches by three inches. Mm -hmm. And a, a oh. little less than three inches, I would say. And mm -hmm. uh, they they are these uh, little diskettes, you, uh, you could mm -hmm. say, that's, that are in this plastic case. And they were kind of not really popular, oh. especially for music. Um, ah. But they were also used for data because you could buy uh, empty ones and then burn them. Makes sense. Yeah. When and, you yes. when you said you had got a mini disc, I picked. Do you know what a hit clips is? Oh Mario? yes, I love I love hit clips. <laughs> I was absolutely positive that is what you meant. Like I but was no, sure yeah, it was just like a little hit clips disc. No, I it's it would be very cool, mm -hmm. but it's not unfortunately. Okay, that's sad, but fair. And <laughs> but I, I do remember hit clips. Like we didn't have them here, by the way. Really, I yeah. guess that makes sense. We did, that's, and and that's, uh, I acted much more shocked than I think I am. <laughs> but it's they are very fun. In my opinion, I can like buy you clips. some hit clips if you want. Yes. I'm sure I can find them on eBay. Nice. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure that there is a market for those. Oh yeah, I my friends and I have talked about getting like matching hit clip like keychains or something. Oh my, that because they're is, just so cute. That is the cutest thing. I know. Yeah. I know. And but have you ever like played with one though? If they weren't like, have you seen one in person? Hit clips? No. Yeah. I have <gasps> seen in a video on YouTube. Oh, how sad. Yeah. <laughs> what is that? Okay, so uh, note to self, buy Mario hit clip <laughs> for his birthday. Thank you. <laughs> nice. And so mini discs, the, the fun fact about mini discs is that they have been discontinued in 2013. Oh, sad. So, so the way I bought one is... Many artists on, uh, especially Bandcamp, they make their own music into old formats like vinyl, which is regaining popularity very quickly, mm -hmm. or cassettes, so the mm -hmm. audio cassettes that basically everyone had around yeah. the 70s and 80s, but mm -hmm. also... Yeah, was that a I was at a cafe yesterday where they were selling cassettes of like a local artist's music. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen a lot more cassettes recently. I enjoy cassettes. They are mm. nice, but I, I technically have only one that is my own. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I just have one, the one, fair. which is none, up there so. on my shelf. And <clears throat> although in the US you had eight tracks for a long time. Maybe. Yeah, I, I did not like music until I was like, thirteen, I think. Mm. So, so any any musical format pre thirteen year old James, I am oblivious to. Okay, like the iPod really ushered in music for my the life. I, the iPod was such an invention. It really was revolutionary for yes me. for the yeah. whole music industry. That's true. One yeah, could it definitely was one not could a James argue though that thing. it it brought 
a bit of um, bad news for the music industry. That's fair. Because, but... you know, having your track sell for 99 cents instead mm. of an album for maybe $20 that... Mm. But you also are reachable from many more people. So I don't know. That's true. Oh, well. But yeah. let's keep this stuff for another time. Like, we have yeah. to talk about ourselves. Definitely. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so the, the mini disc tangent was like, I like older stuff. Uh, mm. So that's fair. 80s stuff especially is fun. Mm. Although the mini disc is 90s, but still. Yeah. That's very reflected in your musical taste as well. So yes. That makes sense. Future funk is very 80s. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and um, mm -hmm. what else? I, I enjoy anime and manga and uh, mm -hmm. all Japan-related stuff. Mm -hmm. I have... That's right. You do speak some Japanese, right? Like more so than I do, at least. Yes. But uh, I have um, stopped studying it for a while now because... Everything else in my life has kind of taken over. That's fair. But I, I am like certified. I have a certification that says that I can speak basic Japanese. Really? Yes. Oh, is it like the like A1, A2, B1, yeah, it's, B2? Technically, it's a uh, A1, A2, but it, there it's not on that scale because mm -hmm. it is compared to that in, in Europe and the US, but it's technically N5 for Japan. Oh, okay. And it goes all the way up to N1. Mm -hmm. which is prof the, the proficiency of Cambridge's, you know, mm -hmm. like C2, sense. basically. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Good for you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm not I, even certified to speak English. <laughs> uh, well, uh, technically you don't need it, you, you know. I know. But, but... I, I am certified about that, though. Yeah, because we, we take English certification with schools, generally. Mm -hmm. That's fair. And, uh, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah. I can vouch that you are good at English if Thank anyone you. ever asks. Thank you very yeah. much. And uh, fun fact, I have participated in the uh, English language Olympics oh. with many, many, many quotes around Olympics because it was like a national, um, uh, how do you call it, competition in Italy, mm -hmm. like maybe five, six years ago. That's kind of cool. Yeah, what, and, what, like, and I, I... Did you do? What are the events? Oh, basically, no. You just have... The, there's tests, okay? Okay. That yeah. you take for grammar and stuff. Hmm. And um, I arrived on the national, uh, you know, chart. Uh, I, I think I arrived eighth or ninth. Wow. That's wild. <laughs> Yeah, I, it was incredibly underwhelming, though. <laughs> I don't know, though. I mean, ninth best English speaker in the nation of Italy is pretty good. Yeah, but it was like they had divided us into categories for mm -hmm. age, basically. I, I uh, wasn't an adult yet, and it was mm -hmm. the second oldest group. So up to... First and second year of high school, I was in that because I was in second grade of high school at the time. Mm -hmm. And th th there was technically the more difficult one that was the one afterwards. So the third, mm -hmm. fourth, and fifth year of um, high school. Uh, mm -hmm. But I, I was too young to enter those anyway. 
fair. But yeah, still, I mean, it's pretty, it was, it's pretty good. Yeah, I was pretty stoked, but also very underwhelmed because I thought I would perform better because I had arrived in the previous, you know, turn, mm-hmm. like third. Wow. So, I mean, yeah, it was... pretty good, though. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> wow. But uh, good job. thank you very much. Uh, it's appreciated. Oh, I and... want to take the test. <laughs> well, the test is like, like the finals test mm-hmm. was just a, a certificate of advanced English from Cambridge. Like it was the whole thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that was normal. Mm-hmm. The other tests were basically just the grammar stuff. So mm-hmm. you have completed sentences. Mm-hmm. Or you know stuff like that in the, but it was kind of fun. Honestly. It sounds fun. Yeah, yeah. I they don't do that, that anymore. Like the, the corporation uh, that used to do that just doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh yeah. And I have nothing except for a T-shirt to prove that I was there. Wow. Well, yeah. good riddance. It's because they didn't put you in first. <laughs> Probably, yeah. There, there was something f- for the first guy. I don't remember what was it though. Like a prize? Yeah, like a a, a real prize, like a, a serious one. Oh wow! But I don't remember what it was. So hmm. I think it was maybe a trip to either the UK or the US. I would say. Oh, that's kind of nice. That makes yeah, sense. Yeah, no, it was like it, it was a good competition in my opinion. Like it was. Mm-hmm fairly well uh established and also you know it was fun i would say yeah uh, also, oh. also i was like the, the the only guy in my class and possibly mm. one of the very few in my school that actually spoke english decently mm-hmm. because the the english level in italy is just crazy bad mm. Yeah, I mean it, it's better than the Italian level in America. <laughs> well, it it depends, I would say, because uh, really there there is a a lot of Italian people in the U.S. You know, that's true. That they is a good they point. can speak English, I- Italian. I mean, that's true, but proportional to the U.S. population. Well, if you put it in, yeah, maybe, maybe <laughs> that's fair. But to, returning to uh, about mm, us, I point. would say. I've talked enough about me. Now it's your turn, technically. Oh, God. Disgusting. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Not disgusting because it's you, wow. though. Like, disgusting because Aww. I thought the same when I started. Okay. <laughs> so. Talking I... about myself is cringe. That's fair. It yeah. always is. Please go ahead. You just have to get used to it. I am James. That's my name. Hello, James. James Edward Doyle, the first of his name. Wait, you, you're... Um, co- hold on. <laughs> We're reaching already stuff that I didn't know. Like, you're called Edward? That's my middle name, yeah. Oh, my God. I need to update I mean, your contact now. No, I mean, no one calls me that. Contacts. <laughs> like, I would, I would imagine most... Not most, but probably, like, 40% of my friends do not know that my middle name is Edward. N- now I know, I and now everyone who listens knows. That's James true. Edward... I've... Doyle, and now my contact says that you're called like that. Oh, good. I'm so happy to hear it. Yeah, I mean, I don't think, like, middle names are really important in the U.S., so I obviously never mention it. But, you know, call yeah, me James, no, no, no. Okay. call me Eddie, whatever you want. 
Eddie. Don't don't actually call me Eddie. Uh, I, I will, will I will do just that from now on. I will instantly be homicidal. That is not. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. 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 But anyways, so my name is James. Just to clarify. Hi, Eddie. Um. <laughs> I mean. Uh, okay. <laughs> anyways. Moving on from that betrayal, um, <laughs> I am 24. I am... You know what's funnier than 24? 25? Yes. Is that the joke? That's a SpongeBob joke, right? Yes, it is. Like, it, it's nice. the one that stuck with me. I'm really happy I remembered that. <laughs> so anyways, I'm 24 years old. Not 25 yet. Uh, my birthday is in October. So, you know, very exciting. Everyone celebrate with me. Hell yeah. Um... What else is there about me? I graduated with a degree in computer engineering and a minor in art history. Nice. From Northeastern University. Which, which is? is? It's located in Boston. Okay. It's certainly a school that taught me things. <laughs> um, it's certainly, it, it does exist. It's not a fake institution that I made that's up. That's true. It exists. It is real. They have a campus. It's in nice. Boston. Nice. It's relatively pretty. How's Boston, um, by the way? Like, I've never been. Boston's fun. I would say, I feel like I've gotten flack for saying this. If you are, like, a European or something okay. who wants to, like, visit America okay, and have just, like, a really nice tourist American experience for, like, three days, mm-hmm. um, Boston, I think, or D.C., but probably Boston is, like, the best city to visit. Oh, yeah? I didn't know that. I mean, that. it's, like... The entirety of their downtown is one square mile. Like, it's very small, so you can walk around it. It has a bunch of, like, old historical buildings. It's very... Boston is a very, like, aesthetically pretty city. Mm, So it's very nice to just, like, wander around. You can do the Freedom Trail. You can see the old buildings. What is the Freedom Um, Trail? It's like a... Like, do you know, like, the Golden Brick Road thing from, like, Wizard of Oz? Oh, yeah. Okay. It's kind of like Boston's take on that. It's like a brick path that mm-hmm. winds through downtown Boston that takes you past, like, historic buildings. Oh, okay. But it's, like, does it have anything to do with the Oregon Trail? I, I think not. No, it's but I don't know. completely different. Than oh, okay, 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 okay. Because trail... The Oregon Trail. Yeah, no. The Oregon Trail is, like, the path that settlers took out west with their like caravans yeah back I, in, like, I 1840 i remember the the game but yeah the freedom trail you can walk within like three hours oh, okay. <laughs> but, well three hours is pretty long honestly like i, I was expecting yeah. something shorter but okay sure that's fair it takes you past like paul revere's house um i don't know if you would know who he is uh, i don't know how would... read up on american lore you are almost um, almost at zero maybe that's fair. I know, I know 1776, and that's basically yeah. it. So, like, when the Brits were invading Boston or whatever back in the day, okay. um, back in the good old days, Paul Revere, like, according to tales, okay. rode around on his horse telling everyone in, like, the Boston area that the British were coming. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I, I think I heard about this then. Yeah, okay. yeah. So that's that's it's who a he very is. So it's like, a very popular story, but not yeah, here, like in the US, yeah. not here. Yes. But yeah. I've heard about that. Yeah, so it takes you like past his house and past like the church where the like fire signal that he 
knew that the Brits were coming because of, like, was displayed. Oh, okay. Because um, it was, like, based on how many candles were in windows or something like that, whether or not they were coming by land or sea. Okay. Um, and it takes you past the site of the Boston Massacre, I believe. Mm, okay. And just some other things. The Boston Common, which is the oldest public park in America, I think. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah, it's a really, like, just, like, nice city to stroll around. Yeah, I, I, I've always, like, I see, I've seen some pictures, and it looks very chill. Yeah, like, I mean, like, is... the harbor is pretty. Yeah. There's nice trees. It's never too hot. It's definitely too cold sometimes, but it's never too hot, really. <laughs> um, yeah, so anyway, is that, so that's where I went to school. Okay. Um, what else? Right now, I am a software engineer. I work for a satellite communications company. Cool. Very exciting. Yes. So we, like, make software that helps satellites communicate. That is cool. <laughs> um, but uh, what else? What else about me? Uh Right now, I don't really, like, live in one centralized location. I live miscellaneously throughout the U.S. <laughs> you are but, more or less, um, like, a, a modern nomad, maybe. True. But we will be moving to D.C. soon. Because nice. I'm going to be a grad student. Hell Very yeah. Very excited. Um, Indeed. And, what well, what, what, what's your favorite book, you asked me? So I'm going to ask you. What's my favorite book? Oh, I've got a few. I really... Hmm... One moment. Let me open up my Goodreads account. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> and I, look at I what my favorite book is. That application, just because. What? I mean, their UI is atrocious. Apart from the UI, like seriously, how many damn emails do you gotta send me? Oh, they. I just blocked all emails from them. Yeah, I did the same, but still, one Sad. maybe per three days. Oof. That's obscene. That, yeah, that's that's pretty absurd. So my favorite books, I would say, this one's not a book really, okay. but 17776 or whatever. Oh yes, you by sent John me that. Boys. That's it's amazing. Like a, it's like an online thing. Like, I don't know how to describe it. It's vaguely homestucky in its like presentation. It's like an online reading thing about satellites that are just like lost in the yeah, middle it's, of space. It's a bit of a I would say interactive reading maybe. Yeah, yeah. They like watch football. It's great. It's, um, it's very that, cool. I, I, he that sent might me be that like, and it's amazing. It might be my like favorite thing I've read of like all time. Wow. Okay. Um, that's a, like, that's strictly, a very high spot though. Strictly books though. Mm-hmm. I really like anything written by Ted Chang. He's like a short story sci-fi writer who mm-hmm. did um if you've seen the movie arrival oh yeah very cool the story that it's based off of wow okay yeah and i should i should read that Oilers yeah i mean then. yeah his his stories are like incredibly easy to just devour arrival's my favorite movie so arrival it was amazing honestly like oh my god i i would Arrival is the best thing that's ever been created by you. Yeah, no, it's it's crazy. <laughs> Seriously. No, if you haven't watched Arrival, you should go and do that because I'll link we're gonna you, link you to are Arrival not, in the show. You're notes. you're in for a you're in for a ride, a wild ride. Yeah, it's it's very good. Um so I, I would say like just like generally things he's written are my favorite books. Okay. Um, and then there's a bunch more, obviously. I really enjoyed recently-ish a book called Dog Symphony okay. by Sam Munson. It's about 
I don't know. I don't know how to describe it without giving it away. It's kind of a dense read. He writes in like very dense prose and uses very strange words. Okay, but, so um, that's not the book for me then. Yeah, I would not recommend it for anyone who is like, like frankly has not lived in America or England for the last like 10 years. <laughs> but um, it's very interesting plot wise. Okay. It's like about a guy who like is visiting Argentina for a conference. He's like a professor. And every night for some reason, a bunch of like dogs wander the city. And there's like a weird cult around them. And it's like kind of fascisty. Oh, okay. If that's a fun sale. But those are probably my favorite books. (laughs) Is fascism Um, a a good sale, honestly? (laughs) Well, probably yes, uh, I would say. To some people. Yeah. uh, To our audience, hopefully no. Yeah. Well, hopefully, honestly. Anyways. This this, this thought kind of scares me now. Okay. That's that's fair. And, um, okay. So what else about me? What Um, music do you listen to now? That, what that music is. do I listen to? And the fact I that really... I know a part of the music you listen to scares me. Because I know I what part to... of music you listen. Yeah, I listen to anything. Um, right now, my three favorite musicians, to exemplify this, would probably be... Yes. I've been listening to a lot of, like, Sufjan, I think that's how you pronounce his name, Stevens, recently. I, I enjoy have... that type of, like, calm, ethereal thing. The what? I can't speak in genres because I don't know the name, but... His music is just like calm. It's kind of like ethereal. Like it feels like you're like then I feel walking like... through a forest of sad fairies. Oh, okay. so it's okay. So I know the the genre. It's ambient and specifically yeah, ambient. soundscapes. But it's not like there's also words. Like he sings. Oh, it, it's a, it's spoken. Okay, I didn't. It's, I wasn't expecting this. Yeah, you you would have to listen. I don't know. I'm not going to speak in genres. I'm just going to describe the mood of all of the songs. Okay. <laughs> so, but for example, like a couple of his songs are in like the Call Me By Your Name soundtrack and they're very good. Okay. They make you feel very much like you're on like a lake in like, it. I mean, it takes, the movie takes place in Northern Italy, so I'm not really reaching here. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> it, it makes you feel like you're on a lake in Northern Italy with like your gay lover. It's very, you know what I mean? Um Oddly specific. <laughs> I mean, I'm just basically saying the plot of the movie. It's an appropriate song. Yeah, it, what, for it that was movie. that, wasn't yeah. it? Like, I, I yeah. haven't seen it. I haven't either. Okay. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, then. But, anyways, what so else? I like him. Yes. I like, right now, I've really been enjoying, I've always been enjoying the band Sleeping at Last. Super yeah. good lyricist. Uh, he's been in my like top spot if I'd listened to for the last like four or five years as like one of the top three artists damn okay um i would die for him i wouldn't really but well, I don't know. Um, <laughs> metaphorically die for him yeah metaphorically i love everything that that man has ever produced nice um, okay and then to mario's behest i love just like really bad italian rap music and you should be ashamed of like, yourself this one musician i'm not gonna mention sfera basta even though i love him please this one musician Stop. called the supreme He's like no, come on. 19 or 20. <laughs> and his music sounds like you've just taken caffeine and injected it straight into your veins. It oh my God. It's just like such a colorful, chaotic soundscape. And I love it. So, I am. Yeah, no. <laughs> I, yeah, so that's why I oscillate between just like very calm and ethereal ex- and music. And methamphetamine 
produce yeah, music. Yeah, I just okay. like jump back and forth between just like very chaotic things that make okay. me want to like drive a car into a wall <laughs> and very calm <laughs> things that make me want to like lounge in the sun eating olives all day. Um, so that's my music taste. I also, uh, <laughs> I also make art um, to some degree. I okay. draw a lot with ink. Okay. It's fun. I paint sometimes. I've been writing a lot recently. Nice. That is I know. that is cool. Like I, I have no idea how to write anything. I don't either. I want to write a novella. I don't think I could write like a book book because okay. I don't know. Anything above a hundred pages, I just I don't think I could make anything that interesting. I, th- I that think you I attention. think you could, but you it, I, I think yes. it needs also a lot of training. And yeah, it demands time and energy that I just like can't really expend right the second. Um, but I want to write a novella, so I've been doing that a lot recently. Yeah, so um, short stories, basically. Yeah, like, but like, like a ninety page, not like ten page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's... That's that's where where I'm heading. Um, but yeah, and so I, I draw a lot, I paint a lot, I draw a lot of buildings. Um, which is, which are very cool, by the white. way. You should you should go visit his instagram page by the way <laughs> we can link to it in the show notes <laughs> absolutely um, oh my god okay. yeah so that's that's i think everything interesting about me <laughs> i don't really have anything else beyond that hmm. that i can think of off the top of my head um do you know anything else about me mario uh not really not like cool not i i don't what's your favorite means of transportation <laughs> um i like walking so my favorite means of transportation is by far just like foot okay um but if yes. that was you trying to segue into our next point <laughs> no it, it really it wasn't or or maybe subconsciously subconsciously maybe it was but i don't know that's fair that's fair that is a good point about me though i i love walking that is my main hobby um, outside of like drawing is just fully walking somewhere and sitting down wherever I've ended up and then walking back. Okay. Um, so big fan, big fan. What about you, Mario? What's your favorite means of transportation? My favorite means of transportation. Okay. So I have two favorite means of transportation basically because it depends if I'm in the city, then it's the underground, like a hundred percent. I love the underground. That's fair. It's pretty fun. Like the, uh, I have been to London many, many times since I was a kid mm-hmm. and I've always loved the tube and how colorful mm-hmm. and like the art style that is in the tube specifically, mm-hmm. I love for some That's weird fair. reason. And, um, but otherwise the car. Oh, Mario. Yes. Bad choice. I know. Bad, bad choice. I, I like the car. I, there's... We should trade nations. <laughs> Uh, but wait, no, like... Move to Houston. They what? love cars. Do they? I, their highways are just, like, wild in Texas. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. No, but it's because, I don't know, like, driving gives you a sense of freedom that is unmatchable in, like, day-to-day, basically, I would say. That's fair. I also will say, like, this is going to sound very, like, old man yells at cloud of me, but, like... As a like as a kid, when I was like eighteen and nineteen, okay, I like loved driving because yeah. it was like my first introduction to the freedom that would later become like super common in my life. Yeah, 
if that makes sense. So like I loved driving when I was in high school because it was like the first time I had been given that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, like, no, 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 I can fair. feel that. It's definitely like a freeing thing. Definitely, um, yeah. Because you can. I'm too anxious for driving. Finally, though. go anywhere. That's true. Exactly. That is like super, super nice. Um, but that's then, why I like walking too. Then it kind of fades out. Yeah, you get used to it. Yes. And then you just realize all of the bad parts of driving, <laughs> which are the traffic, people that just go too fast, people that just yes. that just go too slow, also. Yeah. People that just don't respect any of the traffic laws <laughs> anywhere. Mm. And like, just like the my biggest thing with cars is just like the way they've influenced cities makes like so many cities, at least in the US, mm. just like impossible to visit or like no, exist yeah. in. I, I can uh, I can relate to yeah. Milan specifically because <laughs> it's fair. Driving inside Milan is a nightmare. Mm. Yeah. Seriously. Like I have to go there next morning mm-hmm. and i seriously would rather do anything else mm-hmm. because it takes about one and a half hours to go there for me mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. generally once i've got to milan i have a half an hour drive through the city to get home yeah that makes that's like a i mean coming from the region next to new york city okay um, and uh, very much adopting the one character trait of everyone in my area, which is just talking about New York. Um, <laughs> I understand. <laughs> no, it's, yeah, that is nightmarish. Yeah, but, it's bad. like, we went for my girlfriend's birthday to a theme park that is, like, three hours away from here, where we live. Mm-hmm. And... It was so fun because, you know, you it was a car trip, basically. Mm-hmm. So we went to the highway. It was a three-hour long trip. We were four. We had a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, like, that is amazing, in my opinion. That is nice. Yeah. That's and, true. And um, the other thing that could influence my opinion is that I recently changed my car. Mm. so that could be that's fair yeah because we have a limitation in italy for the first year you get your car driving license Mm -hmm. in which you cannot drive anything more than uh 75 kilowatts of power oh that's interesting like the power that is developed by the engine must be strictly below 75 kilowatts that's Hmm. And there's also another like restriction, but that's basically it. And so that's interesting. Since I had a manual car, mm-hmm. which was like it was a mini one from 2015, I think, you know, mm-hmm. and it was 1200 cc, it was like 69 horsepower or something. It was. Mm-hmm. A, a tad slow you know <laughs> fair but you, you literally cannot drive anything else mm-hmm. and so i changed car i bought a used one another mini mm-hmm. but it it has 200 horsepower now and it's automatic oh. so i have Ooh, automatic nice. yes automatic is Good nice job. <laughs> and I'm, I'm gonna piss off one of the listeners now because i know him 
and, and he loves Manuel. <laughs> Sad, but yeah. I don't know what to say. Your friend's opinion's wrong, Mario. Yeah, of course. Sorry to your like, friend. He is absolutely <laughs> wrong. Oh, well. Oh, well. Oh, well. Oh, well. But speaking of cars. Yes. I have, since we last spoke, done some researching on roundabouts. Oh, yeah. And tried to find an answer to why Americans do not use roundabouts. And okay. we'll include a little Bloomberg article I found in the show notes. But um, okay. the answer I found is really like no one knows. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it's my speculation after like reading some of this is that by the time that roundabouts were like invented, mm. a lot of American streets already existed. Mm. And there just was like not the drive or like motivation to tear up streets to build roundabouts mm, okay yeah no it's um, fair and because they didn't exist people just were not very used to them but that being said new developments do have a lot more roundabouts nowadays mm, okay um and it it varies based on state so the the article will link below um like i know it, it mentions that for example like florida has the most roundabouts out of any state which is kind of funny florida yeah so like That's, they they yeah okay i wasn't expecting stat that wow where like florida has 1283 roundabouts in the entire state okay but between wyoming south dakota and north dakota all three of the states combined have less than 50 roundabouts what <laughs> i know um so it varies a lot Wow, okay. No, I wasn't but, expecting Florida to have the highest number of roundabouts, though. I wouldn't either. That's kind of shocking. I like, mean, I, I was expecting a more, uh, I don't know, what we call avant-garde <laughs> as far as U.S. Fair. states here. Like, I don't know, California or uh, Manhattan and the New York state in general or mm-hmm. Washington or, you know, fair. states like that to have more roundabouts because mm-hmm. of more... Um, you know, civil engineering developments in the recent I mean, years. Anyway, they definitely have a lot of roundabouts. Um, Do they? And and it's kind of like skewed to be fair to Wyoming and the Dakotas. They have absolutely minuscule populations. Yeah, well, so in, obviously they in don't have roundabouts. To the others, of course. Yeah, yeah. Like obviously the Dakotas don't have roundabouts because most of the Dakotas don't have people either. Um, <laughs> well, why need roundabouts when you don't have cars? exactly um no i mean they have people but it's just not like dense enough i guess to like warrant roundabouts i would say really, maybe you know th- they they are in the center of the u.s these states so mm-hmm. maybe they have the oldest streets and and roads and all of that and so since they don't have that much of a population they just figured we we don't really need to waste money on changing the structure of uh you know roads and cities to include roundabouts it would make i wonder very little difference maybe as far I think, as you I, know I accidents and um human costs it, and stuff yeah i think it's really tied to like lack of density like the whole east coast i mean the east coast obviously has the oldest roads in all of america yeah that's okay um, of course and like they have a decent amount of roundabouts generally mm. speaking like maryland and florida and i think massachusetts are the top handful oh, okay and delaware um the the state that doesn't have that nice 
they don't, yeah, maybe. Um, no, I'm sure but that because also... like there's a, a whole lot of companies that just you know pretend they exist in Delaware. I didn't know that. Because there's That's no fat there. Like, they oh. have 0% fat, which Good is amazing. <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, like, those are all super old, but they still have a lot of roundabouts just because it's so dense, I would assume. And it probably, I don't know. I don't know, it probably does have to do with, like, when things were made. But generally, I think the, the at least within, like, articles I was reading, the, the like, the the polls that people were discussing is like, should we have a roundabout or a traffic light? Um, mm. Right. Like that's, that's the other alternative. Yeah. As to population. And in, yeah. And in a lot of States that are not on the East coast or like California, mm-hmm. a lot of towns don't have traffic lights either because they just don't have people. So they so... just have four way intersections without the yeah. traffic light. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So if, if that's what you're dealing with, why would you tear up your street yeah, at you a roundabout? Don't, you don't when... really need it at that point. Yeah, yeah. it sees one car every, like per minute maximum. Like a stop sign would do it just as good at that point. Yeah, basically. Um, so I imagine it's a lot of that. But yeah, this it's... is me just speculating. It could be all of these combined mm-hmm. in some way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely like, there's some quotes I found that are just like very like, the roundabout is said to have flourished in Britain because it requires British virtues of compromise and cooperation. Like one journalist named Stephen Beard said that, or as like the U.S. is aggressive and confrontational, so oh we my, don't like roundabouts because oh we just want to hit the other car. But was this guy from BuzzFeed or something? Like this I, uh, feels like a very clickbaity thing to say. No, he's from BBC. Okay. <laughs> okay, that's yeah. That makes sense, honestly. Like. Yeah. The Brits yeah, it does make and sense. journalism go together very well. <laughs> For some reason, like I I am a a, a guardian uh, supporter, okay? Mm. And the articles are all very well written and 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 stuff. Interesting. Like, I've not read but them. I don't really ingest British media. I mean, I generally don't ingest news media at all. That's but fair. Uh, I since I've, I'm starting to live by myself, I I figured I need some way of knowing what mm-hmm. happens. Okay, that's, that's and fair. Uh, the Guardian is the only um, independent, um, you know, European mm-hmm. news outlet that I knew of because I'm sure that's there fair. are others. Yeah, and um, so yeah, I I figured why not, and I I feel like that's just because. I think the Brits take literature way too seriously in some way. <laughs> Maybe. Interesting, interesting claim about the Brits. I don't know why, but like, I, if you compare the vocabulary used by a U.S. citizen against the one that's used by a U.K. citizen, mm-hmm. I feel like that's very different. That's fair. I, I, I'm always curious about stuff like that. Like, I don't know. I don't, I, I, I can't speak to about all Americans or all Brits, but it does feel like a, maybe a potential cultural difference. Who knows? I don't know. Honestly, like I have but... no idea, by the way, because I am merely speculating because I uh, haven't really had a long conversation with a Brit anytime ever. Mm-hmm. So I've only met um, 
US people. I know of a UK guy that I used to talk with, but he was mm. like my age. So I wasn't mm. expecting him to use very high terms or vocabulary mm. or anything, you know? Mm. So, yeah, I, I honestly don't know. I just feel like seeing articles and stuff mm. that the Brits usually use like a way higher register for their vocabulary instead the US citizens and news outlets use more basic but more direct terms. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. It yeah. could be a stylistic choice. I mean, I know Britain has a very distinct journalistic culture to America's. So whereas like, and I say this as someone who's never studied journalism and is not a journalist, but it could be that whereas American journalists are taught to accentuate punctuality and conciseness and it might be yeah the pure message maybe that's not something that isn't as i guess like widely valued in no British yeah like journalism. so less less form more content and vice versa maybe yeah yeah that could be whereas like british journalists are like allowed more degrees of artistry in their I, journalism honestly i have no idea i don't either but it's oh, interesting well. but regardless uh so there's the, how did the we point get to journalism is, what? Yes, the point of the matter is that there are a lot of very strange hot takes about roundabouts. Um, <laughs> but I think it's just a matter of, I guess, like motivation and, and like lack thereof also. in the U.S. Yeah, yeah. Convenience. Um, what did you say? Conveniency. I have no idea. Yeah, but anyway, I can link to that Bloomberg article in the in yeah. the show notes nice. in case anyone wants to read about it. Um, you know what other method of transportation exists? What other method? The Maya? train. The train does exist, and it's good. It depends very much, okay? That's true. Trains could definitely all be better. <laughs> but I feel like we have the worst. <laughs> oh, Like, seriously, you won't find any Italian person unless he is, like, uh, praising Mussolini. Mm-hmm that trains are good i feel like we, we've discussed this a little when so like i am coming from the the background of knowing that trenitalia okay. is definitely better than amtrak that is an indisputable fact hold on though um, because i i have no idea what amtrak is amtrak is america's interstate transit train system oh okay Okay, okay, yeah, okay. so it's our equivalent, kind of. Um, but so if it... I wanted to take a train from New York to Boston or from New York to Chicago or Chicago to LA, I would take Amtrak. Okay, but like, does it only do interstate or does it also do intrastate? And it stops along the way. So like, if okay. I'm taking an Amtrak from New York to Boston, it will stop like a bunch of times in Connecticut and a couple times in Massachusetts. It, it, it stops a lot along the way. Okay, so it, um, it, it, it is kind of a mix of both, basically. So yes, yeah, I would say but, it is very similar to Trenitalia, yeah. Yeah, but that being said, Amtrak is absurdly expensive. Is it? So you, you would not take it intrastate because um, there's just very little reason to. Hmm. But for example, like... I guess not for example like whereas i was looking at trains for trenitalia right okay. and i was seeing quotes for like rome to naples like 
30 euro round trip or something like that. Okay. <laughs> and that's like an hour or something like that, I believe. Rome to Na- yeah, Rome to Naples is uh, about an hour. Yeah. I don't know how many miles that is. A, a whole about, other part is just that. It should be Your about 200 quicker. to 250 kilometers. If I remember correctly, because I did that. So. One moment. Let me, let me check. Let me miles. check. Let me check. Uh, it's 140 miles for the Americans. Okay, which means <laughs> 140 miles. Uh, 225 kilometers. Yeah, I was kind of right. I was there. 200 to 250. Yeah. Right in the middle. So, so we have some numbers. I'll break out some facts now. Okay. So Rome to Naples is 140 miles, right? That's what we just said? Yeah. New York to D.C. is like 220 miles. Okay. So an extra, it's like 150% of Rome to Naples. New York to D.C. takes three hours by train. Okay. Whereas Rome to Naples takes one hour. Okay. <laughs> so Amtrak already drastically slower for absolutely no reason. Um, okay. We just don't have speed trains in the U.S. like you have in Europe. You don't? So all but, of our trains go there, a lot slower. Is there a reason for it? Like Americans don't care. <laughs> they just say, oh, I have my trusty pickup that I bought in the 1992 two maybe and uh, yeah the, the whole thing full of gasoline and and i'm just going there with my pickup yeah i think it's kind of like a rough cycle where because trains are seen as slow and expensive when people are say like say like we should improve the trains people obviously ask why should we improve the trains when they're slow and expensive yes that, um, but, but that's the that's the point <laughs> yes but I, I think that is kind of what it is like so few I mean, the trains are used. I used to use it regularly. Mm-hmm. I still use it regularly to get back home from school and just various places I've lived. Um, but it's it's just not, like, insanely widely used, especially outside of the Northeast Corridor, which is, like, the space between Washington and Boston. Okay. Outside of that, especially in the rest of the U.S., like, trains are much less used, like the interstate ones. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so so already... We now know Amtrak is just noticeably slower. Okay. (laughs) But not only that, not only is Amtrak basically as slow as driving, um, but it also costs about as much as like a cheap plane ticket. Which is like 150 bucks, maybe? Uh, Yeah, I mean, it depends. So if you like are planning really well, New York to Boston will only be like 150 or 200 round trip. With a train or, with a, or plane. with a plane? Hold on. With a train. Okay. Plane with is more train. expensive than that. Um, so I guess it's a little unfair to say it is as expensive as a plane, but it is comparably expensive to a plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay. Noticeably slower. Um, so it's very much a situation, I think, in the US of why would I take a train when if it's close, I could just drive and it would take me the same amount of time but be cheaper. Mm-hmm. And if it's further, it would take me a year and a half to get there. So I might as well just fly and it's the same cost. Same. Okay. So that's why I like Trenitalia because by comparison, <laughs> it is better. It might not be good. I mean, like, it's not like Japan's like train system or anything like that. Like, I understand that. Yeah, no, okay. But, <laughs> but that's a whole You have to see what universe. I'm working with. Yeah. I mean, you have to just, by comparison, 
it is better. You know, there there used to be a a, a running joke, which was not really a running joke. It was more of a meme because it was mm-hmm. Instagram related. Mm-hmm. So there was this news that uh, like a bunch of years ago, the mm-hmm. Japanese Ministry of Transportation uh, quit his job because of a whole mm-hmm. two minutes of delay across yes, the year, mm-hmm. across every train. Mm-hmm. Two minutes. Yep. Like that's that's 120 whole seconds. Okay? Yeah. It's pretty wild. Now, yeah. Um, the the joke was, this guy quit for two minutes. Mm-hmm. In Italy, you're lucky if you get there. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, so yeah, I mean we're the same all... with that regard. Yeah, <laughs> you all see like Trenitalia is something good just in the long, uh, you know, routes. So mm-hmm. Milan to Rome or Milan to mm-hmm. Naples or Rome to Naples and such. Mm-hmm. But that's because we have fast trains. Mm-hmm. So I, I took one the other day, by the way. Mm-hmm. So I had to go to the to the US embassy. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, I took a Freccia Rossa, which mm-hmm. is one of the most expensive trains we have. I would say the mm-hmm. most expensive. It depends on what class you travel on, of course. Mm-hmm. Because, for example, Milan to Rome, which is what I had to go through, was uh, 45 euros second class mm-hmm. and about double, so 90 for first class. Yeah. Okay. And mm-hmm. it took a whole three hours. I, I went, I um, left from Milano Centrale at 6 a.m. And arrived at 9.10, which was mm-hmm. exactly the minute it was written on the ticket. Like, it was awesome. perfectly on mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. But that's because it's a long route train. And it goes mm-hmm. 300 kilometers an hour. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you take yeah. a regional train, mm-hmm. which are the common ones, by the way. <laughs> Yeah, um, it's a mess. I once took one to go to Alessandria, mm-hmm. and it broke down halfway, and had to fun. go. I had to call my father to come pick me up by car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that so, is annoying. Like I mean, you it, can see how you get. That's true. <laughs> it's a hard comparison, especially being in like Europe where there are a lot more a lot of nations with better functioning trains yeah um, of course I I can understand it but like for just for another point of comparison uh I just looked it up Milan to Rome is 350 miles right mm-hmm. yeah and it's that a took long you way three down. hours yes that took you three hours for 350 miles mm-hmm. Boston to New York City is 200 miles so much shorter that is a five hour train journey wow okay <laughs> yeah okay, and like that's I all we see, have i can see why like you yeah you take this very serious like it, it, it looks like it's worse 
yeah but it's I only mean, like, worse on the long way you know that's fair yes regional i mean regional is also kind of unfortunate because like i mean it's comparable between the two of us with regional where they exist in the u.s they're bad and they just don't exist in much of the u.s more regional trains yeah i don't know i i um, can i can see that like but it, it takes a, god i would a love to have way. if i could have a three-hour trip between boston and new york by train Honestly, well, if it went the speed of your trains, it would be like a two-hour trip. Yeah, it would be like uh, more of a how and a half, maybe. Yeah. I mean, that would just completely change the way that the Northeast Corridor would, like, function. If you could... Yeah, absolutely. Like, you could functionally commute between New York City and Philadelphia at that speed. I don't know. So, like, how long are they apart, though? I have no idea. NYC to Philadelphia. They are... 94 miles apart by car, okay so, so like 150 kilometers or something yeah, yeah so it would take about an hour and a half to go by car yeah okay that's pretty much exactly what it takes yeah yeah no um, because it's and like, by train it takes the same <laughs> yeah no it, it's not it doesn't yeah um you know one way to make it comparable if you want it would mm -hmm. be uh my girlfriend goes at university in genoa Mm -hmm. which is an hour of train from here. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. the fact is that it's an hour of train and it's just a regional one. Like there is no mm -hmm. fast train. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, it should be like an hour and something. I, I Maybe an hour, 10 minutes, maybe. Yeah. But still, um, mm -hmm. that is very subject to delays. Mm -hmm. And Fair. it's also much faster than going by car though mm -hmm. that's fair yeah but yeah. that I mean, there's, there's like a, cons. there's a specific reason for that mm -hmm. because um so you know that that um bridge that fell down yes In, yeah okay it happened like a pre-covid it was yeah 2018 yeah, maybe i think so yeah okay. i i think i was like looking to work like for a part-time or like a temporary job in Italy at the time. So it was like 2018-ish. Mm. Yeah, okay, cool. And um, so basically what happened is negligence. Mm -hmm. And uh, people that work for the highways here didn't mm -hmm. quite <laughs> make maintenance to stuff mm -hmm. that needed maintenance. Mm -hmm. And so that bridge collapsed and left yeah like maybe 50 people dead which was Jeez. very ugly mm -hmm. yeah and um so they took a hell of a long time to rebuild it first mm -hmm. and now since they don't want to have <laughs> any more bad news on them since people are already complaining about how easier mm -hmm. constantly yeah um they started to do maintenance intensively across everywhere, basically. Oh, across that's the whole, yeah. yeah. And that's good. So, yeah, that's good, but not not good at the same time, mm. because you know maintenance sh should be spread out in a way that you don't interfere with traffic. That's true. Yeah, ideally. And, and since they started doing maintenance to every single bridge. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Okay, and they did that contemporarily mm -hmm. since there's a lot of bridges and, you know, overways and stuff on the piece of highway that connects 
here mm -hmm. where I live and my girlfriend lived to Genoa, mm -hmm. it takes basically two hours now to get to Genoa. Oof. Yeah. Uh, be just because of traffic, because there's yeah. a lot of people trying to enter Genoa and usually just one lane on the highway for cars to do to stay in mm -hmm. which is crazy yeah it's <laughs> but a still yeah That's fair. It, it used to take way less than the train like it, if you go normal speeds you would get there like 50 minutes oh, that's so nice <laughs> <laughs> yeah but one day it'll be back to that yeah i'm, I'm not counting on that though That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. But yeah, I, I guess the moral of the story is uh, Italy, Italy is the most American European nation infrastructure wise. That's my new political opinion. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's an interesting opinion. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's a bit broad, but regardless. There's, I don't know. I, I feel, we'll like, I feel like you have better highways, but also way slower highways in, in, in We have. Way bigger highways i don't know if that makes them much better per se you have yeah you have bigger highways i know that we definitely have large highways yeah um, i remember the and the, there's the some of los angeles nice. intersection or whatever that huge thing oh yeah i mean yeah texas and california are covered with massive highways it's it's I incredible yes yeah. yeah. but i also feel like you go way slower than us for some yeah, reason yeah i mean i in general and I feel, i feel like i've been seeing a lot of buzz about this on twitter recently like the american civil planners or civil engineers like path towards solving traffic mm -hmm. for the last hundred years has just been adding another lane of the highway yeah which like i mean fully is not really a solution no i feel um, like it's not okay <laughs> no it just like it, it induces demand or so like I mean, if if you build it, they will come, right? So yeah. So yeah. So we do have like very big and fancy highways, but they are absolutely packed with people because you need a car to function in most of America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which is which basically is the same here. Yeah. Unless you yeah, live in I a mean, very big city, and exactly, yeah, it's like that. If you live in a city in the northeast, um, and like one or two cities outside of the northeast, like Chicago, yeah, then or you're good. San Francisco. Yeah, then you can exist without a car, but um, otherwise it's pretty, pretty sad. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, 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 no. What I can, can you do? I can see that. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. But, oh well. Oh well. What can you do? <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I think that's it, right? For the that's our last thing that we want to talk I about. Today. Yeah, I would say, I would say so. Uh, we've talked yeah. about uh, a lot of stuff. That's true. A, that's true. And now everyone hopefully amount. knows more about us and our opinions on transit. Which yes, is great. which, uh, you know, remember that we aren't paid by the government to say any of this or that's true, nor do we have to appeal to your opinion. So everyone is free to think whatever they want. And if you have a different opinion from ours, mm -hmm. come in the discord and tell us about it. Yeah, feel free to yell at Mario about his opinions. Yeah. Keep me out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. N nice plug, though, you have to say. Thank, yeah, that is that was good. That was good. Thank you. Um, yeah. wh what else? You can find us on Twitter, as always. That's true. Um, that Links to that and a bunch of other things that we talked about can be in the show notes. So Absolutely. Take a look at that. Also, um, we have Mario made... Mario spends a lot of time writing them. 
<laughs> well, a lot of time, maybe it's a bit too much. I spend a reasonable Sorry. amount of time doing that. Okay. That's good. Um, also, we have made an Instagram page. That's true. So you should come around and say hi. Yeah, we're on all of the social medias. Next up, LinkedIn. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Our podcast wants a job. Uh, yeah, please hire us. Um, please. Uh, but, we would yeah. love to do this for money, honestly. Um, That'd be nice. And uh, what else? Uh, we said I think that's it. We mentioned Discord. We mentioned Twitter. Yeah. And uh, we mentioned Instagram. I would say, yeah. Yep. You did. So, and uh, yeah, thank you all for listening. Thank again. you very much. Very kind and of you all. Uh, we hope to see you next Tuesday. Yep. Adios. Adios.